0: My children believe me, they follow in line. My wife has my back, it's her only choice, cause I could send her back. You are listening to the Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn every Monday evening. We are here bringing you the music of Brooklyn and beyond to the world. My name is Matt Attack, and we just heard the Soul Butchers from Buffalo, New York, their song Burn in Hell. I saw them back in December at Gold Sounds. It's from their April 2019 album Skin on Fire. You can find out more, or more from them at soulbutchers.com on Bandcamp. I kind of fucked that up, didn't I? This is what happens when you're away for. Two weeks. Uh, and then we kicked off the show with our guest in the studio tonight, Judex Kill, White Lights from Return of the Split Lip, which was out in August of 2017. When was it released uh, as a single?
1: Twenty. Uh, the, the single came out in 2017. It came out on the EP in 2018. Yeah, I
2: think it was like in time for Halloween. Sure. That okay. Was- and you can find- We all- don't know either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. You can find all of their releases at the judex.bandcamp.com. They're from Philadelphia and it has been 2 years and 2 months since the gentlemen were here in the studio and we were shooting shit and raving about all their wonderful music. Let's first start with introductions, please for for everybody. I'm Matt.
2: I'm Chuck, I play bass. <laughs> I'm Jay, I play guitar.
0: Dalton drums. William sings. Let, let's start with, if if you don't mind, um, the band is playing in town on March seventh. You are playing at perhaps one of the last remaining iconic DIY venues in the five boroughs. True, so, this is true. DIY punk venues, and that is Mother Pugs on Staten Island. So my my first sort of question, what I think you need to explain to listeners is, yeah. that I think you guys playing at Mother Pugs is a very, very specific choice. It's very fitting, yeah.
1: Um, It is. I want to say this, and it sounds kind of like a promotional thing, but that's definitely our favorite place to play so far. Um, I think a lot of bands can relate, but you're sometimes at the whims of a sound guy that is understandably indifferent or distracted. Um, We've played it Mother Pugs once, and within the first 30 seconds, we kind of looked at each other and was like, this is fantastic. Yeah, we knew. Yeah. yeah, it has that dive bar DIY mentality, the sound guy, Phil Cadaver, uh, the booker, Jeff. They're very, very supportive of bands. And there's a reason that Mother Pugs has been voted so many times as the best, you know, dive bar and music venue in the area in all the five boroughs. And it's because the artist comes first.
0: Yeah, I reached out to him and, and just said, Tudex is coming in yeah. on, on the 7th. Hmm. What can you tell me about it? And he was just very concise. He says, they're going to play some great fucking rock and roll.
2: God damn right. Can't be dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I don't I'm not sure whether I can uh, ask a follow-up question or anything like that. That nope. sums it up. <laughs> that sums it up. And, and I think, so I know we sort of joked about the idea of philosophy versus psychology to sort of talk about, but I think in that does just sums it up what you guys are trying to do. And you like say mother pugs in terms of it. This is going to be about the music. Yeah. There's not going to be any pretensions in terms of the venue. And oh, look where we are! Look at us! Look at us! Right. We we are going to go play uh at a at a place that appreciates the music. We're going to go play for people that appreciate the music and want us to be there. And then we're going to play rock and roll for people. You've got it. Okay. So let's just play music for 50 more minutes, and then we'll go. Can we leave?
2: let us come by you know? I need toll money by the
0: way <laughs> <laughs> yes to to get our, our, ourselves home so what the band is is also doing they are promoting their latest release uh, which is a keen double a side single and it is which we are going to hear we're going to hear both tracks off the uh, off the release midnight bruiser and leather forever and that came out at the beginning of the month that's well wow, okay. we're in March now
1: did it come out? February, February. February, okay. Yeah, yeah February 1st. Yeah. Yes,
0: sir. Shallow Dedicated And what is the key piece that I, I think people need to know about? I think Leather Forever
1: is the A-side, even though we've called it a, a double A-side. Uh, Leather Forever is definitely the keeper, and people okay. have responded to it very well.
0: Yep. And um, so I was looking at, so you did this, one of your other releases, that you, you, you worked with Mark Platy. Yes, correct. And... Do you wanna who wants to give sort of a little bit of a history of
2: uh, Stan, Mark. why don't you start it and we'll um
3: yeah. well we'll knew him from back in the day.
1: Well Mark Platy was uh is a Grammy nominated producer of some Known. worked with Bowie considerably as a side. The cure. It worked with the cure, worked with New Order. A lot of artists that we admired. Exactly. And so for you know, we have no illusions about ourselves. We're a very no-frills garage rock band. Uh, working class roots so to work with someone of that stature was a big it's a big
2: fucking deal to keep it straight yeah, yeah exactly yeah.
0: but it's so my I'm, I'm trying to the wi-fi is driving me crazy in here yeah because uh, i'm trying to pull up the email that i got from mark about because i asked him what why you, you would talk to working with. yeah well through email Oh, if, uh, cool. It's 2020, so I guess that's how we talk to people these days, sure. right? Okay. Um, did he give you a blurb or a quote? He, 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 Don't he did, but he I. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all but, all I but I can't get the uh, I can't get the Wi-Fi to to Why come in and talk to us. Well, because I can't really see much. It just says I've been working with William for. Uh, so kind of <laughs> like in that Monty Python bit where you know the knights. Uh, yeah, say, I mean
2: that's that's how it all for me to cut and That's how it all got started. I mean, when the Judex started and we got this ball rolling, and it came time to mix, you know, and, and record. Um, Will brought the idea up of contacting Mark Platy. They had a prior relationship in uh, other bands that William was part of. And uh, okay.
1: I'll, I'll say this about that, and I'll be very, if I can speak with candor about it. Of course. Uh, obviously, Mark brings a lot to the table. My thought process was this. We were launching out of the gate. No one knew who we were. It was our first single. When you work with someone like Mark Platy, who all you have to say is, one of Bowie's producers, Bowie's band leader. That gives you automatic validation and credibility with people who haven't heard of you before. And even if they haven't listened to your music, there's that thing for them to consider, which again brings validation. Oh, this is a real band then. It gets your foot in the door with radio hosts sometimes, bloggers, web pages, and venues. Mm-hmm. You send them a package about yourself. You're competing, you know, in an increasingly attention span challenged musical environment, sure. which, as we talked about, has been diluted by gentrification, the closing <laughs> of venues. It's the truth. Yes. When you write a booker, oh yeah, here's our band, blah blah blah. I know you've got a thousand other emails, and then he sees, oh, mixed by Mark Platy, Well, that might make him give a little more attention to your band. Right, it was kind of shrewd. You're, you're trusting
0: part. that the that the booker knows who Mark Platy is. If he
1: doesn't know who Mark Platy is, when you put in parentheses, you know Bowie Cure producer, sure, that might also get that across.
0: Okay, um, and I I guess we're we're also sort of saying is that bookers probably don't listen to everything.
1: Uh, no, not at all. And again, that's understandable. Sure. You know how much stuff must they sift through? I guess. And then they they tend to maybe book the bands they've had on before, right, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> also, the, the are thing you trying about... to
3: say that uh, that Chuck is a booker? Right. No, I just he never shuts up. Oh, uh, the thing about Mark too is um he has a Neve console in his studio, which is like it's, I think if you're a tech N- head like Dan, he has like it. a Neve yeah. sidecar, um, which is like. There's just like, it's a very rare mixing board. Yeah. There's not a lot in this country. Top of
2: the line. Yeah. There's not, like they just said, there's not many in North America. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just to be mixed on that is is, an honor, a a great honor. Yeah. yeah. And
0: and that's something uh, for you with your trained ears, notice the difference in versus. Me literally with my untrained. I I I think think
1: anybody has to say if you listen to the Judex. Like I said, we're we're a very basic rock and roll band. We don't think we're reinventing the wheel.
0: Not at all. We put out
1: a quality product, whether it's our album covers, our gig posters, the shirts we have, and the sound. You know, I I think one of the things that's diluted music too is a lot of people, understandably, are into home recording. They teach themselves Pro Tools, and that works sometimes. Sure. We're kind of old school. We like the recording studio aspect. We like the finishing touch of someone else's opinion. Yep. That being said, our next EP, we might mix ourselves. Uh,
2: just kind of evolve that a little bit. It's something and we've it's actually hidden. been talking about lately, you know. So,
0: but in m- mixing it in Mark's studio or in no, a no, different no, no. Studio? mixing yeah. it in de- independently. But yeah. but just saying how you love the the sound, right.
1: right. self produced. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's... we do, and you know. But again, it's been a few years straight yeah. of this recipe, mm-hmm. you know, and it may be time. We're not saying it is. But it may be time we just try something different. You know, We Chuck's uh, our newest. Uh, and greatest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, bass player. And he, um, it might be cool just so that's new to just bring like a whole new uh, vibe to the whole Judex, you know. And uh, right. so it, it's something we're flirting with. Okay. Anything's possible. Sure. <laughs> of course,
0: anything's possible. Let's hear Midnight Bruiser.
2: Okay. Oh no,
0: we're gonna we're gonna get the leather forever.
2: <laughs> we to, we save them. the best for last.
0: Exactly, we have to save. Well, the Well, just best because for... you wore leather in the studio today, I thought it'd be fitting. That's why we're gonna have to keep yeah, you... opening the door because I'm sweating. My you balls can't see off. it, folks, but it's very very arousing. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the Road Nower on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Midnight Bruiser by Judex
4: Girl. He's a tricky trick sucker. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes he comes sometimes in, in and then, and then, and then he don't want to leave, but, but I, I made him a promise and, and whenever I feel him, I I got a little man, oh, I got a little man because, because, because he just want to mow But he doesn't have a body
0: Daddy by the Bobby Lees, and I'm going to suffer slings and arrows from the band. I saw them back in October at Knitting Factory with the last show by the Deaf Poets. They were fucking amazing, and uh, people need to go out and see them. That's from their upcoming album called Skin Suit, which is on Alive Natural Sound Records, and it's going to be out on May 8th. And we opened that short set with Midnight Bruiser by our guest in the studio, Judex, uh, which was part of the A side. Double A side with Leather Forever, which we are going to hear uh, later. But it is a song about people who self-loathe because of the abuse that they've suffered. So I, I'm going to I'm going to circle back to some of the stuff we were talking when when we were off air. Right. Um. But so the the Judex as as now I've learned the Judex is an old film from 1916, which was redone. Judex in the is 16- a character in France. Absolutely. Uh, it means yes. judge in Latin. Right, and so, because you guys are, like, the Judex is there for you. We are going to... Right. We're about empowerment and finding your tribe.
1: We're all-encompassing, all-accepting. Yeah.
0: So, here's one of the difficulties I had in terms of putting together this playlist. Okay. And and, and I'll pat myself on the back. I think I did a really good job Mm -hmm. from the other bands we're going to end up hearing. But what I was struggling with and what I was searching for were finding other bands, other artists that I knew were going to be bringing that intensity, intensity yeah. to, you know, to the recordings, to the stage. And so, you know, I did some deep dives okay. in, um, on YouTube. And so I saw Judex TV with, uh, <laughs> everybody with their starring role, Uh-oh. but the, but the comments that people were leaving on your videos. Our show.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just
0: clarify, I didn't know if you meant the songs themselves or the show that we have. Well, we'll we'll well both, but both people right, are like yeah. just holy fuck, where has this been? Right. And I saw somebody like every single song, every single song is absolutely amazing. And 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 so, like I say, I I was struggling for the for the last little while. Like I've got to go through so many bands. I like I like, you know, from a sense, like, man, I like your band, but it doesn't come to that. Same level, doesn't and, do and, and so And so back to that idea of like philosophy, psychology, like that is very definite as well, with you guys.: Sure.
1: And that's deliberate, and that's intentional, and we're all intense guys. And like I was telling you, I think a lot of rock and roll has been diluted uh, because it's angst-filled and it's cynical, And you know we're very soulful, and I think that it's difficult to have soul and cynicism in the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think angst is not intensity. And that's why I never really got into emo and pop punk. Besides the fact that I think there's a complete lack of black influence in that music, I think that they're really the the cynical kind of, you know, self-absorbed whiningness of it. It's very different from soulful intensity, guys.
2: Yeah, kind of like on a side note of what you were saying is, you know, uh, I noticed in comments sometimes people think that uh, we're tough guys, you know, that we're um, cocky. You know, and uh and angry, like he's saying, and that's mm-hmm. really not the case. I mean, like,, all, we work well together, we write good songs, We're not just saying they're good songs, even though we know they're fucking great songs, <laughs> sure, but it, everybody else will tell you the comments are there. We're not leaving the fucking comments, you know <laughs> right. what I mean so, and, you and know, it's been and, very
1: gratifying, yeah,
2: yeah. You, you know what I mean, And like, even if people weren't listening, we would still be doing this anyway. For just for us to listen to, you know, I think a lot of artists feel that way. And if that uh,
3: intensity comes across in the live record or the recordings and stuff, it's it's even more so on the live show. We're we're definitely, uh, I mean, we have our fun in the studio, we put out good work, but like we just murder it live. So
1: I want to just give clarification so we started a YouTube show Mm -hmm. called Judex TV, which you watch and you're mentioned on um, as our nemesis and rival, (laughs) but. That's been a great way to reach people and show that we're not always just because if you read interviews with us, I can be very outspoken about things. Sure. Um, No, (laughs) believe it or not, folks. And so we have this show and it's kind of like a cross between public access TV and the monkeys. And it shows that we have a sense of humor about things and whatnot. It's a great way to deliver our songbook to people. And I really do think that other bands will be doing this in the future. And it's like I said, at a gig, we might reach 30 to 50 people. Um, with a show, we reached thousands. Yeah, yeah, you know. And Chuck has been the
0: the star, He's been the, the <laughs> scene stealer. It was
2: actually his idea. If we <laughs> yeah. to be for real, we you know, were very reluctant. That's my boyish.
0: Kid boy. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask you, so Chuck, what did you know about Judex before you joined? Um, to be honest with you, I didn't really know much. Um, I was contacted, um, and after a few emails, uh, Will sent me their songs, and I was just like, all right. I'm in. I I hadn't even met them yet or anything, um, and I, to go back to what. Uh, wait, wait, so how do you join a band without having met anybody? Chuck is
1: a is a veteran of uh like. Post-punk, punk, ah. garage, music scene. Oh, okay. And and so, so his reputation preceded himself. And I reached out to him because I knew he had time available.
0: So so it was like, all right, we've got a draft going on. Exactly. Who's, exactly. Our, who's our number one right. guy? Exactly.
1: And that right. was
2: Chuck Peters. And we have no regrets about it. He's fantastic. And, and okay. Luckily, we didn't have to go through a lot of people. N- was, yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and he was actually the first audition, if you want to be real. And the last. And the last. <laughs> um, but something else that, and I had said this to Chuck when I had met him at the first uh, rehearsal. He had come already knowing the majority of like you know we had agreed that we were going to do like seven songs at that rehearsal just mm-hmm. to get things going. Five of them he had already had like eighty five percent of it worked out. Which you is what, what all mean?
1: people joining a new band should do. Do your
0: homework. Agreed. Yeah. You that know, was but fantastic. so many people don't. So yeah. we didn't waste like no I, time. I said when uh you know Will set me the uh, songs and I, I got to work right away because like. And, and to go back to what Dan was saying, um, I, I can't wait to play these songs live with them. Right. Um, because just in the rehearsal room, it, 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 as kick-ass yeah. as it is, it's going to be incredible with, with an actual audience. And- so you, you then probably knew what attitude you needed to bring. And, oh, and, I, and I'm, I'm trying to use that term loosely. Can I so, cut in, though? Bad sure. attitude.
2: <laughs> you know? See, that, that's what makes it so beautiful. He didn't need to bring anything. There wasn't, like, any... Preconceived. Right. Like, Chuck came in. He showed us what, you know, who he was, what he's into, how he can play. He did his homework. Boom, boom, boom. You know, like, I I, I don't mean to jump in and speak for you, but he, he didn't have to be, like, put on, like... Chuck looks like this 24 hours a day, acts like this. You know what I mean? Like, we are all very real people. These aren't costumes we put on, you know? And and that goes with the attitude, too, I would think, right?
1: Yeah. I mean... I, I was mean. really happy to get a guy who wasn't wearing, like, band t-shirts and cargo shorts. Because I, I see these guys on stage, and it's like... Mad. Do you don't like my cargo shorts? That's what you well, said. only when we're alone. Only when we're um,
3: yachting? Well, ukulele rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I, I, I think it's a... Important that, that you mention that. Like, I, so I'm going to name drop. You know, our mutual friends in Castle Black, ah. who who do the other part that we love about their shows. Of their set starts, their set goes all the way through. Sure. But when they are going to do a show, yeah. they I, I, they are all in black. They are all professionally presented, but professionally presented as rock and rollers. There are very
1: few people I respect their hustle as much as Lee in that. Oh yeah. She's one of the hardest workers in all of independent music. Yes. And I will always say that. We haven't talked in a long time. Yeah, we miss Lee. But. Yeah, I do. But um, <laughs> yes, nothing but respect for her hustle. She works
0: very, very hard. Yeah. And, and I, I think uh, I've had the name drop her a number of times to people to that standpoint. Like, what would such and such do? And, and, and you guys give me that same impression as well. Again, from that intensity, but sort of like. Well, what would Judex do? Well, Judex would go into the studio and work. Judex would go in and and start the TV show to get the message out, to get the music out to people. Because again, those, seeing those comments that people you know, like are, are writing, like "My God, like I'm I'm loving this. I want more." And of that's this. why it we was, can't stop. And it was not
1: yeah. it was completely unanticipated. Like you know, we broke up for a while. We were we were on yeah. hiatus for a little there, over a year and um things happened organically even though we did miss each other we missed playing we didn't like tell each other that Mm -hmm. it was the fact that things happened overseas a guy named Tolga osby who's in a very legendary band very big overseas called reptilians from andromeda yeah um got us into caffedon contact records which is a huge international like garage punk surf label and they came to me and i was like well you know we're defunct we're not really doing anything they had a plan they had a a two-year plan for us they had a mock up of an album cover and a compilation like no you don't understand things like the Judex don't happen all the time and that's kind of what got the ball rolling so from one thing led to another sure. so we, we didn't anticipate it wasn't any kind of grand scheme i always had this idea for the show it's kind of like mm-hmm. i didn't think anything would happen i thought it could also kind of ruin our image and our mystique by giving too much and being comical but it has really blown up if if no one if anyone doubts that just go look we have that we, just two days ago. Some girls like it's been a week. Is there going to be a new episode? And it's like, <laughs> gosh, lady. And yes, it's, it's for the fans. You know, it's for the fans. It's, and and, and I hate when for the fans. I hate when independent bands say that fans. But he's he's right. It's so it's just a strange thing to say, because any independent artist, you're not really making a profit at this point. Right. You're doing it because the artist is compelled. That's right. why people like Castle Black. They are compelled to keep doing what they're doing. And sometimes it's for very small returns because the cost of driving to come to this radio interview and not having coffee and donuts out for us. For example, <laughs> it costs money, but, um, this thing has happened organically and there's just all these kids writing us and stuff and asking us questions. It's, it's fantastic.
0: Can I, now that we have our wireless, uh, working in the internet, can I read you a bit from, from Mark? Uh, read the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. It says I've been working with William for a while now. Basically he doesn't do anything halfway, which is enough for me to get on board. I 100% agree with that. And I'm sure the other guys in the band are going to agree with that. That's why you're here. Um, I also think there's a really honest element to the Judex. And, that, and that's what I feel as well in terms of coming across. Uh, they aren't pretenders. We're trying to be smart about making music. They simply do what they do, unfettered by a lot of the usual BS that can accompany those who are trying to either fill a perceived need in some scene or who simply don't know who they are. These guys certainly do. Well done. Wow.
1: Mark, that's, that's I very, know. I, and we've got the tissues out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I, I got to tell you is that Mark is um, not very verbose like that in person. So it's, to hear that, it's very gratifying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, he's a big hero of mine when I was a teenager. It was another thing. Like in the sure. 90s, you know, I bought Earthling and Hours on cassette. and he, he produced those albums with Bowie and Reeves Cabrels. And I was a fan of his work, you know, in the 90s when I was in Delaware. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's surreal still to this point that. He would have that to say.
2: Yeah, I mean, that. Uh, that's now. We've I'm been cold. working with Mark for two years and he's cool with us. Like, you know what I mean? But he's he's never like sat and said something like that to <laughs> us. And then that's Mark's way. He doesn't need to. Exactly. exactly. But you know what that I mean? Was very, so, it, was it was very touching. Is, yeah. So.
0: All right. Cool. Well, let's hear some more music. Let's hear a band from Portugal uh, called the legendary Tiger Man. And it Yes. will follow it with Leather Forever. And then I've got a band out of Sweden as well. And my Swedish is absolutely terrible. Oh, I thought you but were say excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but when you translate there the name of the band and the song, it is it, it fits with you guys. Well, well what
1: is the translation?
0: Yeah, I'll tell you. You're listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is The Legendary Tiger Man, Motorcycle Boy.
1: A black leather jacket.
0: You are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. I would just like to take a moment before we come back and tell you who we listen to. Radio Free Brooklyn is in the middle of our Drive to Five fundraising campaign. We are looking to raise $25,000 by May. We turn five years old, if you gentlemen can believe it. We turn five in May. Congrats. And we want to be able to make sure that we can continue to bring you commercial-free, independent music for another five years. I should say independent radio because we don't just do music. Here we do politics, we do talk shows, we do all we have sports shows, we do all sorts of uh, really amazing stuff. Uh, If you go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash drive to five, you have an opportunity to win t shirts, one designed by Cosmo Vinyl. You know who Cosmo Vinyl was?
2: Uh, not me personally. Former
0: manager of The Clash uh, who designed oh, one shit. for us. Um, and so there's also a quiz that you can take to win some prizes from us. Uh, if you like, if you text RFB Gives uh, to 44321, you can make a pledge. Um, I know sometimes that's not possible for everybody, but if you actually just lend us your ears and maybe tell your friends to listen, to Radio Free Brooklyn, listen to the artists that we feature on Radio Free Brooklyn, that is also going to help us, won't help us get to $25,000, but it'll also help us spread the word about what goes on with Radio Radio Free Brooklyn. So that band we just heard are from Sweden. My Swedish is terrible. So let's not even go there and try, try it, right? But here's why the energy I connected with you guys. But the name of the song that we heard was Against All That You Are For. So, I thought that kind of like I, I heard the Swedish bit and then I translated it. And then the name of the artist in Swedish is Dajvulen Mobilar Om.
1: Hey, yeah. that's not us. I don't know what is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But uh, how it roughly translates through a Google Translate the devil furnishes about. So, I probably just think the devil furnishes, hmm. which to me sort Can of reminds
1: you of the Judex.
0: Well, I think kind of fits in and, there.
1: And I'd like you to elaborate.
0: <laughs> devils. well again it was just is the energy and they're on beluga records so if Ooh. you want to go to beluga records great. and and check them out uh we started that set off with motorcycle boy by the legendary tiger man who's out of lisbon portugal and here's another reason why these guys uh he connected with you his quote is if i if it wasn't for rock and roll we'd be in jail i like
4: that (laughs) i do too but so
0: and then your song we squeezed in there leather forever which is the other a side from the band's most recent release and you refer to that as motorcycle psychedelica yes so and it was the guy who the quote was every single song every single song you guys put out is fabulous
1: that's a youtube comment yes okay yes thank you yes
0: So, so we we tied the legendary Tiger Man Motorcycle Boy in with your motorcycle. That was psyche. very clever. Psychedelic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's so, the beauty of a DJ. <laughs> yeah. Try to have a craft. Yeah. So, uh, can I just ask in that break and then before Chuck joined, did you guys do any type of like when you decided to get back together? Did you say like we need to do a bit of reassessment of our sound, or you're like, no, no we, we have we a sound. Right it's distinctive.
1: It. Yeah, we jumped right back into it. And yep. this is and this and now, is how it's going to go.
0: No pauses.
1: We've always been pretty instantaneous. The song Leather Forever, actually. Um, I was at Dan's just I think we were just socializing. Jason came over excitedly and he's like, I just wrote this. He wrote the music to Leather Forever and he played it for me. I think I was I think I was helping Dan clean yeah, his they, house. Yeah, they were cleaning. Cool. I played and, it on my cell phone. As he's playing the demo to me, I just started singing to it right then. And I told him, I said, That's it, man. And sometimes, you know, even the even the best songwriters would go, Oh, that was too easy. And we were like, You were. You were thought, Well, I wrote it in thirty seconds. I'm like, No. Don't change it. Yeah, it's perfect.
2: Cause that's what exactly what it, I went in and I'm like, I don't know though. I said I love it, but dude, in five minutes, I pretty much had this whole thing laid out. Yeah, and then like I did a recording. And I rushed over to them, and then he had the vocal melody and lyrics coming out just the first time he heard it. You knew it was instantaneous. So the song is. was done. You know, added all together, ten minutes. And it's a basic rock and roll song. Yeah. It's yeah, hand claps
1: and you know guitar solos and stuff. And it's not jazz, but still, for what we do, we do it very well.
0: It, it, are, are most of your songs created is that the process organically that way
1: yeah I, uh, always there's never been a time where we're like oh we should write a song about this topic n- yeah jay will write something or i'll write something we'll send it back
2: to and fro and that's how it happens and matter of fact during the break as we'll call it tonight um <laughs> william when we first started talking again he had already had dozens of songs ready to go. It's like rough demos. You know, right. and I as well had songs ready to go. So once we got back on the ball and we were like, all right, here's the, our game plan. He sent me his, I sent him mine and we started collaborating. And then we got in a room with Dan and Chuck and just boom, 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 boom. And fill in, you know, fill, the next. It in is in Britain, color. It, now
0: it, see if you can work with me on this one, even though you were on your break, were you still seeing the world around you through the eyes of, Judex, with some of that the, the creation,
1: uh, and we talked about this. So I can is I think we're all so basically when our band stopped, and I have to say this, it did not stop for the usual band differences, or you don't see my vision, or we've been in the tour van too long, or whatever. Yeah. We had a very specific situation. Our ex member that is no longer in the band,
2: he, he had severe
1: it. mental illness. I mean, he's institutionalized right now. There are too many disruptions. So because we things had a halt basically to them when we had sure. a lot of momentum. It wasn't an organic breakup either. It wasn't like, we need time apart because you're pissing me off. And it was none of that. It was this guy does not know how to function in human society. He's causing too many issues, too many problems, you know, sullying our name and this, all the momentum we worked for organically. So we had a lot of depression. We we're all kind of like we didn't want to think about the Judex. I would tell friends, I don't want to hear about the Judex. Jane. People would ask about the Judex. Don't, don't fucking ask me. Okay. So, you know, we we knew we had unfinished business kind of. I mean that in the best way. When we got back together. Okay, cool. Let's take up. Not waste any time.
3: Yeah, it was just business as usual, like that formula that you're talking about how we write songs, it was just still intact, and then you just insert Chuck into it and Chuck's coming up with his own fills and so, stuff over the old stuff. So you were it. sort of
0: able when, when you weren't together, you were able sort of to repress that part of your self in terms of how I Judex was doing the world?
2: If to cut in, sure. I was the opposite of all of them. Yeah. I was still listening to the Judex every single day in my car ride to work. But you sure. were depressed. I was depressed that's because I wasn't it, too. but I, I to this day I'm no longer on social media because of that. I couldn't see do you know what I mean? But I was mm-hmm. still listening to it. You know okay. what I mean? Like and uh and that's what it was actually torturing me, yeah. probably. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't happening and there were these issues, and we couldn't really do anything about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um and then once the, the, the problem was fixed, as Dan said, business as usual. And let me tell you something, Chuck here. He hasn't shut up tonight. I know <laughs> but, um, he'll be going off on the ride home. <laughs> one of the great things about working with him is even the songs that he didn't help, you know, didn't collaborate on in the writing from before his time. So to speak, he's written like new basslines to these songs that are established and they fucking work. And they're way different than the old ones. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? All, all,
0: so in a sense, you're covering yourself now.
2: Well, we have a new element. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. I mean, we're still doing what we do. You know what I mean? But what he does can fit. Like, I mean, it, it's like it should have always been there. Almost. You know what I mean? Right. Not saying that the other shit shouldn't have, but it's just but as, things worked out very, very nicely. Yeah. Chuck is, is 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 the perfect fit for the band. We're we're all very excited and. Oh shucks. Oh, shucks.
0: <laughs> um, details again. Yeah. On for March seventh.
1: March seventh, Motherbug Saloon at Staten Island. Playing with other great bands, including our own Yoko's, really cool guys out of Staten Island. Um, basically, Yoko Ono's solo stuff, not the stuff with John Lennon, the Plastic Ono Band. They do weird <laughs> ten minute folk versions of her solo stuff. Okay, not making that up, but they're cool guys. <laughs> our own Yoko's, uh, Grand Pepper of Reality. Um, there's a
0: and I, I is it this. Monkey Chunks?
1: I don't think Monkey Chunks is March seventh. Okay, I'd be of course I'm gonna look terrible you, you if I'm you're wrong. Right though, yeah. You yeah. think
3: we go on like third or something.
1: No. I don't know. I don't Why know did either. you think that? Don't, uh, don't ask the drummer. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Anyways, you'll be mopping the
0: floor when sure. you do. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. You're coming for I, sure. I now I, it's I, documented you, on the air. Now? Yeah. <laughs> it's the video off. So yeah. <laughs> I can I'll just edit the I'll clip that out of the edit. Please go to thejudex.bandcamp.com. You will also find them on YouTube and it is the Judex, although the band goes by Judex or I think the important thing is just that you come to the show and listen to, call them whatever you want, right? Just pick up the music and come to the shows. actually a yeah.
2: really good name. It is a really good name. <laughs> you know, and I'm going to be that Philly cockiness I was talking about earlier. Sure. You won't be disappointed at the performance. We're going to give you 110% blood, sweat, and tears. And it's going to be the, you know, the best couple of hours you ever spent in your life. So and if, a, if I can continue. 10 bucks camera, in, a, in a dive bar.
1: If. If someone comes to the Judex show and you are not happy at this show on March 7th at Mother Pugs, Staten Island, Mad Attack is going to be there in person. He will personally refund your ticket and buy you a drink. And he's here every Monday from 8 to 9. That's yeah, right. you, can, you, can, if you, you don't can, see him there. You
0: can track me down. Yes. Let's, His address is. <laughs> let's close out with Cult of Judex. So, and the name's song. repeated enough in the song. So if you don't know who you're listening to. This is going to get it for you. And then we're going to hear from a band who is coming into town from Toronto next week. It's going to be playing at New Colossus Festival. They are a bad waitress. They have uh, just released a single called That Sedative. I don't think we have time to get to the gala. But, uh, gentlemen, as always,
1: thank you. it's Matt. incredible. Thanks, uh, thank always you, a pleasure. Matt, Let's get things
0: going. You've been listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Please stay tuned for Everybody Plays the Fool with Shane. This is Cult of Judex by Judex.